diapers. Lots of diapers. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by PJ saying diapers. Lots of diapers. Welcome to Love in Brief, a brief ABDL advice podcast focused on issues of love. That's love for yourself, love for your community, and today it's going to be love for getting together in giant groups and doing wild stuff, because today is our summer cap preview. What's a summer cap, you ask? Well, we're about to find out, because we never had one before. We've had CapCon the Chicago Age Players Convention, for a number of years, and it's become kind of this magnet in the United States and even for folks from outside the U.S. to come in and gather in this big group and share experiences. But this is summer cap, so it's going to be a little bit different, and I have uh, the, the good fortune and the honor to learn with you right now what's a summer cap. So... I won't delay any further. Let me bring on our guests. I will uh, introduce them in order and get to know them a little bit, and then we'll we'll dive in. I'm going to start with somebody I've known for quite some time, and I'm so excited to get to see again at Summer Cap, our, our Master of Ceremonies for Summer Cap, BJ. BJ, welcome to Love and Brief. Thank you so much. Um, listen, Resonant, yes, what you do and what you are, you are an absolute gem um, you know, I mean, the, the content you provide, I mean, that's one thing, which is just astronomical and incredible, but for real, the person that you are, like you, you just have a heart of gold and, um, I just really can't, uh, sing your praises like enough. You are an incredible person and, um, thank you for doing this. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank yeah. you for everything. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Well, I, I feel the same way, and I feel really lucky to get to know you, not just here through the community, but out in the world. Man, thank you. Well, and, and I know that you're going to be our Master of Ceremonies at Summer Cap, but I always like to ask, tell me about your love. Tell me about your love right now. So, um, my, uh, my wife and I and um, her boyfriend, the three of us have a daughter. Mm. Um, we are polyamorous mm -hmm. and, um, long story short, my wife and I, um, haven't had any children, but her and her boyfriend, um, uh, were able to have a daughter and the three of us are parents and, um, oh, and, and this little girl, um, I just had my, uh, first Father's Day this past Sunday. Yeah, Happy Father's Day. Happy First Father's Day. <laughs> Thank you. Um, the uh, the connection that I have with this with this little girl is the most uh, incredible thing I've ever experienced um, hmm. by by a long shot. And uh, you know, I, I don't I don't want to talk about this you know for forever because I could talk about this forever. But uh, let me just put it this way: It's like I think that um, in life. You know, you think about your heart like uh, a battery and some things, you know, deplete that battery and some things fill up that battery, mm. uh, but some things increase the storage capacity of yeah. that battery. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, one of the main meanings of life is to find those things that increase the storage capacity of your, your heart battery, your soul battery. Yeah. And man... Like this little girl, she does it. it oh, I, I, I'm a, I'm a whole new. It, it was this thing that was locked inside of me that, at the moment of her birth, was like unlocked and amazing. Um, yeah, it's it's beautiful. So you, know, you ask about the love, you know, where's the love in your life, bro? <laughs> like it's that's everywhere. exactly where exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Man, I feel like we could do an entire episode just on your story. Yeah. We, we probably should because this, this this sort of polyamorous grow love, multiplying love, and then having this addition to your family. How wonderful. Well, thank you, BJ, for that. Um, let me bring on to um, somebody that RNT and I got to know at Capcon, um, who this is our this is our sort of director of ceremonies, our sort of in the past, it would have been head of the pageant. But I gather there's the, the pageant is cha changing shape this year into something else at Summer Cap. But this is Elizabeth. Welcome to Love in Brief. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chit chat. I am too, and it's it's been I think since last cap that we got to like hang out in real life. So I'm really excited to get to see you again. Yes, along with our everyone else that we haven't seen in way way too long. I know. I, f I feel like I'm going to spend the first day of cap just going. Oh my god. <laughs> just 
<laughs> and then hugging people. Yes, and catching up and getting into those cap conversations you could only get into at CapCon. Yeah, for sure. One of the weird things about doing the podcast is that a lot of people already know what's going on in my life, but I don't know what's going on in theirs because they're not also doing a podcast. And so <laughs> we have this moment where it's like, how are you? And I'm like, pretty good, lots of ups and downs, big story. And they're like, yeah, I know. But then I get to ask, how are you? And then catch up. So, um, right. So Elizabeth, tell me about your love right now. Tell me about your love. My love. Um, I would say, so the most enriching thing to me is finding kindness in every aspect and every, you know, avenue of your life, um, reaching out and being able to help anyone and all people that, you know, would need any sort of extra assistance in your life. And that all boils down to the kindness, compassion, and consideration that you can show other people. Um, and the more that you put those three things out, the more of that that you're going to get back. Mm. Um, and to me, that is true love. That has, that's A, very profound and B, oh, thank you. <laughs> 100% been my experience that the kindness and consideration and compassion that you put out in the world ends up yeah. coming back in one form or another. Even if it takes longer than, you know, you would like it to, it'll, it'll always come back. Yeah. And it may not come back from that person, right? Sometimes it just comes yes. back in other forms, but, um, oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I mean, I, I'm, I'm hearing this, this sort of selfless love, but the, also this love for self that gets returned in that. Yes. You know, it's not all selfless. I do expect the love back at some point. That's right. That's right. It's just a loan to the universe for a while. I yes, that exactly. <laughs> That's so good. Thanks, Elizabeth. And lastly, um, I want to introduce Kane. And Kane's job is uh, sort of to run the whole thing. Kane's kind of the overseer, the director, the king of chaos. Kane, welcome to Love and Brief. Uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank and you, all of us. Yeah. We have so much, so much to talk about with Capcom, but this is your first time on, on the show. Tell me about, about your love. What, what does love feel like and, and where is it showing up for you right now? I don't know. That is, I mean, after these previous answers, that's <laughs> hard to top thing that. to follow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I would just say really it's like, I think this community and this community in general and just, you know, it's, world's kind of chaos right now and we have each other and that's kind of like that reinforcement that tribe aspect that's just we're yeah. together and that like i love that and that's kind of the thing that pushes me forward if it if you will yeah yeah we talk about love in, in on this podcast and elsewhere about love as a noun and a verb and i can tell you that all of the work that goes into creating something like Capcom, all of the weeks and weeks and weeks and months of preparation and, and even taking flack for one thing or another, all of that to me feels like an act of love, that you must love this community to bother to do all this. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, I, I, I just, yeah, this, you, you all are my people and yeah, I just, yeah. Hmm. Community, and that's like, yeah, I don't know how to, how best to describe it. It's just, it's, it is my heart and my heart is that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you've manifested into this very, you and, and the others who put this together manifested into this very big experience. I remember talking about this on the podcast after I went to my first cap, or maybe it was my second, but but being like, look, I found my tribe. Like, I got there and yeah. found my tribe, and that is such a remarkable experience. Yeah, I 100% yeah. agree. Yeah. hundred percent agree. Yeah. So this, this is good. This, I, this takes me into the question for y'all and jump in as y'all see fit, but what's a summer cap? I, I'm going, I'm excited about it. What is it? Well, so, you know, historically we've had 10 different Capcons in the uh, formal sense. And it's always been in the spring and um, so what makes this different um, is the, the timing of it uh, being in the summer, um, the fact that we've had a uh, break in time. And so um, we really wanted to wait um, as long as possible um, to have another event. Um, and we've felt that the timing is right now for for this to happen 
um, and we wanted to come back in a big way. And um, and this is how we're doing it, is having a whole new event. Um, and that's not speaking to the historical Capcom. Um, it's not that that won't happen, um, but this is just a brand new event uh, that we're having now. Um, so taking place in the summer, and we're um, basically uh, going for a uh, essentially a, a new event um, with a new vibe that takes everything that we've built up over the past uh, 10 previous Capcoms and starting off anew uh, with uh, something something novel and something that uh, is in the Capcom spirit, but taking it to the next level. So um, that's so. important to me that you're, what I'm hearing is, look, we're not replacing, we're not redoing Capcom here, and we're also not replacing Capcom here. This is a lot of the stuff you might have, you might love about Capcom, but we're doing something new. Precisely. Yeah. And hopefully we won't have to wear coats when we see each other. <laughs> right. That right. is nice. Yeah. yeah. It'll be As during the, the summer. Exactly. Who stands out there in the smoker's pit, you know? It's it <laughs> yes. get a little chilly out there. <laughs> Guilty. That's right. Um, so, so, what what is different at Summer Cap? What what do you imagine will be different for those who have been to a previous Capcom? So um, we, uh, BJ and I, are in charge of doing the opening ceremonies, um, the pageant this year, which we will touch on. Um, so with the whole Summer Cap, we're really hoping we've created this uh, Summer Camp theme to go along with it. We've switched the pageant into a talent show. So we have all sorts of uh, costumes and, you know, funny things planned out to, you know, really drive it home of it's this summer, it's a camp, it's cap, we're so excited, and we're going to keep that energy going throughout the whole convention. That's so fun. So if somebody is, um, you know, thinking about how am I going to pack my bags or prepare, do you have any advice on packing for summer cap that might be different? I mean, obviously you don't need as many coats, but other than that, are there, are there thematic elements that people should be maybe thinking about if they have the ability to, to get something? Diapers, lots of diapers. Okay. That is new. That is new for Capcom. (laughs) Although there's always vendors there. So if you, if you, if you uh, pack light, you'll don't worry, they'll be there. Yeah. And I think, um, another, like, so I think a lot of it also is just kind of a, um, it's a, what the community like wants out of it. So yeah, if, if, you know, camp is something that you, that you hold that kind of memory, that kind of thing is something you hold dear or something you didn't get to do, but wanted to try and experiment with. Yeah. By all means, lean into that kind of idea if you want. But if not, I think also, yeah, well, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's still going to be, you know, cap, um, summer cap, Capcom, it, yeah, like it, it will still very much be very familiar to anyone who's been there before and looking for that thing, I think. But um, yeah, I think just kind of a fun, let's see what uh, people can make of it, see what people want to do with it, see what the the community kind of runs with it. Yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. I, I appreciate you saying that because certainly... Yeah. There are some folks who will get really energized about summer camp theme and some folks, those who have the means or the capability to make stuff, you know, might embrace the theme with clothing or whatever. And then there are some folks who they don't have a connection to that. They've never been to summer camp or it's just not important to them or they don't have the means to like go off and buy costumes or make stuff. That's fine, right? What I'm hearing is yep. just you you are going to have an amazing time regardless, but for those who for whatever reason, this theme energizes them. They'll have, they can do whatever they like with it. Exactly. Yeah. Basically just by confluence of the calendar and everything else. And I personally have a bunch of like fond memories of summer camps and things. And so it just seemed like a fun, let's give it a whirl and see how it goes. Kind of thing. I would be lying if I said I haven't had a couple of summer camp fantasies before. So this is pretty exciting (laughs) on many fronts. Yeah. This is pretty exciting. So, I mean, right now I'm sort of, asking you to compare and contrast with a traditional Capcom, but most people who listen to this podcast have never been to that either. So I think we ought to define what, what should somebody expect from coming to an event like this? I mean, let's get down to the basics. What happens at a Capcom of any kind? So this is my first year uh, doing any volunteering in any, any manner. So it's a little bit 
this cap would be definitely different for me. But attending for the past three, I think, conventions, um, just as an attendee, I would say go in without any expectations. Um, there's a lot, a lot that goes on. Um, and they're, you know, CAP, they host all of these, you know, classes and places to be able to facilitate however you would like to facilitate CAP. Um, so I, I would always go through the schedule and, you know, highlight things that I want to go to throughout the whole entire weekend. And that was always so like meaningful to have, um, the schedule laid out and like have a schedule for myself too, just personally. Yeah. And do you know, will there be a schedule put out beforehand? Is there a timeline or, or communications folks should look for as they start to plan? What do I want to do with this few days? Uh, yeah. So, um, the, yeah, we are, the schedule will be basically released, um, probably June 29th, June 30th, uh, is basically the plan for that. Um, and yeah, so, uh, then, uh, newsletter two came out a couple of days ago, um, and look for the sched, uh, invite for everyone, um, basically the middle of next week. Okay. And is that coming to folks? email because they already bought a ticket? Is there a website for most people to look at? How will folks get that information? Uh, so yeah, it'll come to uh, basically those who have purchased uh, badges, tickets, um, will then uh, get an email um, with the link to uh, set up like to get um, uh, the account um, and then find the event. Perfect. Um, yeah. Perfect. And, and and they'll be looking for that maybe June 29th or 30th. They can start planning. What do I want to go to? Now, I know in years past, it's been, you know, it's it's not been a thing where you necessarily have to sign up for classes. You, you might mark them down for yourself that you want to go, but you can decide what you want to do on the fly, just kind of show up to stuff. Is it the same this year or because of the sheer size of it, are folks going to be sort of reserving their spot in, in classes and workshops and events? Uh, so, yeah, the... Um we will not, uh, basically the, like, there's the ability to RSVP, um, through SCED, but, uh, that is just kind of a, if you want to show your interest kind of thing, um, so on and so forth, uh, there, um, in terms of like the classes and everything, uh, largely all the events that we run, it's basically a uh, first come, like first serve kind of thing in terms of seating for the classes or space in the rooms for the events, that kind of thing. Uh, there are essentially um, two uh, exceptions to that. Uh, one of them will be, one of them is the pizza party um, that will take place on Saturday night. Uh, and there will be separate tickets sold for that. Uh, that will also come out um, like information for that will come out with the uh, schedule release. Um, and then uh, the tea party, uh, similar situation uh, with that, separate ticket for that. But yeah, everything else is pretty much just a, um, yeah, whoever, like, there are, you know, seats in the classrooms and there are, there's space for the, uh, in the middles rooms and in the pet play space and those things. Um, and just, yeah, whoever makes it to them first uh, gets the seating that they have kind of thing. If yeah, that makes man. sense. It, it totally does. And I know in, in previous incarnations of Capcom uh, that I was worried that there wouldn't be enough space or that there'd be too many people or too many lines. My experience was um, that you could generally do whatever you wanted to. There was enough space and because you all have put out so many different areas that people spread out to. You've got littles mm-hmm. rooms and middles rooms. You've got pet play rooms. You've got giant open areas. You've got ball pits. You've got like a racing course. Like, I mean, I, I don't know that all these will be at Summer Cat. Maybe you'll have different things, but can you tell me about all of the different rooms that people can go to? Because I don't want to give the impression that like, oh, there's a handful of stuff that a thousand people are going to cram into. Tell me about all these rooms. Uh, yeah, so uh, we have, well, so there will be the uh, main uh, ballroom. Uh, we'll have in it uh, main stage, and then we'll also have our large playground uh, space. Um, outside of that, uh, there will then be the main vendor hallway. Um, we'll have a, several uh, vendors, uh, several sponsors in that area. Um, there's then a dark room dungeon, uh, type thing for dark age play, uh, that type of stuff. People who are interested in that, 
Uh, and then um, downstairs, we will have a large scale nursery space, um, then a small, um, a different uh, little's room for that thing, uh, for that uh, content, um, then a couple of middle's rooms. Uh, there'll be a pet play space, um, a uh, quiet kind of uh, sensory, um, if you're like uh, just feeling overwhelmed or anything, just a smaller space. Um, a quiet space, uh, then the two classrooms. Uh, there will then also be roundtable space. Um, yeah, and then and then just various like nooks and crannies wherever we can find space in the hotel, and we put uh, yeah all kinds of other little goodies. Um, yeah, I think that's the main um, different rooms, and then each of these spaces uh, largely come with their own individual programming kind of thing ideas. Uh, and yeah, that. Uh, fantastic staff for each of them, and yeah, there's just there's an incredible amount of thing of stuff to do, and just all kinds of content, and just it's it's a lot of fun. That's the best it, way I can describe it. It really is. And I mean, even, even as you describe all these rooms, right, you can see how this is not an issue of being overcrowded because there is so much to do that everybody spreads out. I remember finding just this corner that had like a giant Jenga in it. And mm -hmm. by the time, you know, all was said and done, there was like 20 of us friends who were all screaming at the top of our lungs playing giant Jenga. And it was just one random corner of this entire huge amusement park of ABDL. So, um, so yeah, so certainly there's there's plenty to do at CAP. And all of the spaces and all of the, you know, a lot that goes into, you know, creating these, these events that we put on the schedule is, you know, the fine details on um, what's going to push this over the edge. You know, what's like the giant Jenga, that one moment that is going to be unforgettable to, you know, somebody. And even if it is just finding it in a Jenga corner, you know, all of those details are, the staff puts a really, um, high importance on thinking those things out. I think that shows too. I mean, you can see where the staff, you even have people staffing each like individual room, like really paying attention to make sure like the quiet room is quiet and the little's room is really focused on little stuff. I think it's very cool. Cap Capcom's basically the Super Bowl of ABDL conventions. There's a, <laughs> a, a number, you know, of, of great, uh, you know, conventions around the world, you know, that um, that that still go on that have, you know, that that have happened before, but haven't happened, you know, don't don't happen now. Um, but um, uh, Capcom, I do believe, was like the first one and it's the biggest one. And it it just has everything and then some like there's so much packed into this weekend that I, I think it's impossible to experience at all. <laughs> um, I, already, I already have my cheerleader outfit packed. So. <laughs> nice. Well, that's the other thing is I was going to say about packing is that I think one of the things RNT and I learned is that you can bring fewer diapers and fewer outfits than you think you need if you want to go to the vendor space because there are just so many damned vendors selling so many cool things is that going to happen again this year uh yeah um yeah we have uh four um major sponsors uh lined up uh Tykables, um coming back uh they've been with us i think longest uh then uh my inner baby uh rears abu uh will also I'll be there uh, with huge, um, awesome spaces, and then uh, a large vendor hall full filled with um, approximately fifteen to twenty or so um, additional like vendors of different size and scale, um, covering a whole wide range of like different types of, uh, of stuff. And yeah, like it, it there'll be something for everyone. Hopefully, is the idea. Yeah. Yeah, when it, every year when we'd leave, we would pack up our suitcases that were overstuffed to begin with because we felt like we needed to have 40 outfits or whatever. And then we would have to have another huge bag of stuff that we got while we were at CAP. So I've learned my lesson. I'm going to pack less than I need and bring some extra money for stuff. I will never not overpack. I was actually like, I'm a list person. So I was writing out everything that I'm going to need an outfit for. And I looked at my husband and I said, I'm going to need to pack 14 outfits. And he said, no, you are not. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty lucky in that my outfits are usually just a t-shirt and jeans, so it's not too hard to fit them all in there. But uh, <laughs> uh, the, the, the vending space does sneak up on me every year. And every year I go home with like a case of a mixed case of diapers or two that I did not see coming. I, I love the way that you put that, that the, the vending space sneaks up on you. It's <laughs> so, it so well put. It's yeah, man. Yeah. I would also like to think about for folks who are maybe a little nervous about cap. Um, I know when I first went, I was really nervous about a couple of things. One was what if people take my picture? What if the news media comes? Cause they want to, you know, put this weird thing on the news. What if, what if I'm exposed somehow? Um, that was a fear I had coming the first time. Tell me about some of the protections and things for folks who maybe haven't been before so that they can feel a little bit better about that. And then I'll talk about the second thing I was nervous about. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I think, uh, the first thing that I would basically note is that, uh, with the hotel takeover, um, we essentially get to, uh, attempt to the best of our ability, uh, to control, um, everyone who is inside of the building, uh, and make it so that only those who have essentially bought a ticket, um, are uh, inside and thus have agreed to our rules and have gone through the uh, registration, the on-site registration process, um, of which part of that is uh, the application of a, um, a security sticker over uh, your the cameras on your phones. Um, and so uh, that way um, you still have the ability to use your phone throughout the weekend uh, to access SCED and just to communicate with your friends and everyone else. Um, but uh, the... Uh, cameras on your phones will physically be blocked um, so that uh, you basically do not have the ability to take pictures. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we would base, we will have security then posted at all of the doors. Uh, and then only those who have the um, badge, wristband, and slash or uh, other article that we designate um, will be allowed into the space um, or into the hotel itself. Um, and so, yeah, I think like, again, while it, we do the best that we can, um, I do think that we do as good as, um, as realistically, uh, achievable, um, for, in terms of security and, uh, trying to keep everyone as safe as possible. I, I will, I, I think that's a very modest way of putting it. I will say, I was really impressed. I have been, I've been four years now. I've been really impressed that, I don't see people violating the the exposure things. I don't see people taking pictures when they shouldn't. I don't see people sneaking in when they shouldn't. Um, I, I will say, so I accidentally broke the rule one time. Yeah. Um, I was out front of the hotel, and I had vanilla gear on. You couldn't see badge or anything like that. And I had snapped a selfie that I had posted online, and you could see just the very baby corner of like the hotel logo oh no and i know and i didn't even realize um but within i want to say like an hour somebody on capcom staff had messaged me very nicely like hey you can see the hotel logo in your picture that i hadn't even noticed will you please take it down so like they're pretty you know very much on top of things they really are they're really on the ball with it and even getting in the building if you don't have your stuff um you're gonna have a hard time so they're they're really paying attention to who's there and who's not yeah, and I think um, I think a huge component of that I think is also like um, yeah the community keeping like the whole of you know attendees in the community inside of the building um, you know helping us. But I also want it. Um, I don't want you to necessarily like think of it as you're on the lookout or anything like that. I just yeah like because we're all human beings. We can sometimes make mistakes and forget or whatever, and just helpful reminders and things like that. And yeah, like a little corner shot of a thing that just slips your mind and you miss. And yeah, it's just, hey, I got the best invited back, so. Exactly. Yeah. You didn't get booted yeah, for just, life for that. That's good. Right. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the other thing. Just, yeah. When mistakes happen, we, yeah, let us know and, or end or vice versa. Yep. And you address it and you're on top of it, which is, that's the really yeah. impressive part is like within an hour, somebody's like, Hey, could you, um, yeah. the other thing I was worried about is, I was worried about Nilla's being all over the place. And the two things within that was, what about the staff? Aren't they, aren't they going to point and laugh? And then what about the other people staying at the hotel? I wonder if you could speak to that. 
Uh, yeah. So, um, in terms of the, uh, in terms of other people staying at the hotel, uh, yeah. So we, by nature, um, of being able to have a hotel, whole hotel takeover. Um, yeah, there uh, are no other guests in the hotel, um, for the duration of the event that are not, uh, attendees, um, of the event. Uh, so yeah, there will be no, um, vanillas as it were staying in the hotel, um, who are not, you know, have purchased a ticket to the event because by all means, if that is something that they want to do great. Um, but, uh, the, um, in terms of staff as well, uh, the like 2020 when we were there, it, it was the staff at basic at both, both of the hotels that I have been to, um, have been fantastic. And, uh, like last time in 2020, there, they uh, even had like a whole like t-shirt day thing spontaneously unbeknownst to us beforehand, where the staff all wore like fun graphic tees, um, in the spirit of the event. Um, and they it was, all had it was, like the light up binky necklaces. So you get like yeah. raves and things around their neck that by the end so of the sweet. weekend. That was awesome. so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I was worried that there'd be sort of a, oh my God, you know, text my girlfriend. She won't believe what I'm doing at work this week. And it wasn't like that at all. It was people who were like, this is so intriguing and we just want to be here for you guys. Um, I remember they would like drop off extra trash bags in rooms that happen to have more people or more dips or whatever. Um, just to be like, hey, we're, we got your back. We, we want you to be here. We're glad you're here. And I got none of that sort of point and laugh experience at all all they seem to embrace us wholeheartedly they've done really well uh over the years uh from my experience having gone to every capcon um every year it just gets better and better with what um my understanding is with the coaching of the hotel employees that happens beforehand um and um because there have been you know some issues in years way way past um, where there's, you know, uh, certain, you know, staff members that would say something or whatever. Um, and that just does not happen anymore. You know, um, Capcom has happened enough where um, the uh, obviously the, the organizers for the event who are, you know, in the lifestyle, they know what, you know, they know they know what's up. They know what to do, what's going on. But the uh, vanilla people, um, it, you know, in the, um, you know, the, the, the hotel management side, um, they also know what's up and they know their people. And and I don't know this for sure, but I think that like it, it, this is kind of just it, again, this is me speculating, but I think that they might, um, you know, pick and choose who they have work that weekend um, and, uh, you know, kind of gauge who would be the best um, staff to have for that weekend. Um because I mean, if that's not the case, then we're just extremely lucky. I, I don't know, but um, but <laughs> it does it, seem it, like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just been like literally every year has been better than the last. That like that's the one. <laughs> I, I I mean, you know, if there's anything that's consistent about Capcom, um, as incredible as it is, truly every year has been better than the last. Um, and so you have ten ten events, ten years of it getting better and better and better. And now with this coming up at the end of July, it's like, you know, how, how on earth are we going to top what happened, you know, um, in early 2020. And I, I think, I think we, I think we might, you know, cautiously optimistic that, that we can continue this trajectory. I will say too. So one of the security guards, uh, at cap 2020, totally was hitting on me and i was like full diaper gear and all i was like this is hilarious you are so into this right now i have often wondered how many hotel staff have converted or whatever you would call it like all of a sudden they're like i want to try this thing it's got to be a handful because we are having such a freaking good time it's got to be a handful they're like there must be something to this yeah yeah it, it, yeah and maybe they don't outwardly expressive but like they go home and do some google searches or something and that's right uh, it, it, yeah <laughs> they get, you know it's got to happen right 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 so i wonder if y'all have i mean having been to a bunch of these having run a bunch of these i mean bj you said you know you've been to all of them i wonder if you guys have any advice tips and tricks for how to make the most of your capcom experience yep here, here you go you ready 
if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> go do something else. <laughs> yep, go do something else. You know what? That's true. There's enough stuff to do that if you're not having fun at any given moment, you could just find something else to do. Exactly. Yeah. Ex- exactly. You know, it, it, it's it's on uh, it's on you. You know, to have the the, the best time possible. You know, um, the, the the staff and the volunteers and the hotel employees. You know, um, I mean, we're we're all you know coming together to create this universe that exists behind you know the security walls of the you know hotel that once you're inside you know you have your ticket you go through security it it is a whole other uh vibe a whole other universe you know that that we collectively co-create yeah one of the things people have i know gotten nervous about and i know rnt always worried about this was look there is so much to do and there are there's so much fun to be had and there are so many people but that can be overwhelming um do you have any advice for people who maybe are a little bit more introverted or who require more recharge time given that this is such a big expansive convention I don't think you'll get a meaningful answer from me or BJ. We're both very extra. This is true. Kane, can you help <laughs> us out here? Uh, yeah. So I think, um, I, I think that, well, I think one advantage is that um, given that it is summer, uh, there exists the ability to uh, like potentially take basically a walk like outside um, there, you know, or sidewalks around. There are various things in the area that you could, um, that you certainly could go and kill many hours, just kind of, um, you know, like there were people around, but like not anyone from the convention per se, uh, like just kind of in your own little world. Um, and potentially, uh, there exists, you know, um, many, there's the host hotel. If you happen to get a room there, um, if you made it, if you were able to make one, uh, the overflow hotel and, or just, you know, any, cause it does not, um, you're free to stay wherever you would like to stay and have the same access to the hotel that everyone has in terms of the common spaces and, uh, convention center stuff or convention stuff there, you know, you have your, um, hotel room potentially an option. Uh, yeah. And then, like I said, there will also be a, uh, quiet space, um, like a sensory room. Um, there are with, um, all the different nooks and crannies, there's generally, um, quieter areas as well. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, certainly with the size, um, the ability to just kind of, unplug um and take walks things like that i think that there does exist um the ability to uh, recharge as it were yeah i will say too i'm giving myself a bedtime every day this year at capcon it always turns out it's and i don't even know how it happens next thing i know it's two o'clock in the morning and then i miss the whole entire half of the next day yeah, that does happen to me too. I stay so, up way too bedtime late. Bedtime every night. Yeah, <laughs> and then I miss like all the classes I was really excited about the next day. Yeah, it, it's it's really important to to pace yourself and realize that you know it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, <laughs> I guess don't lose sight of you know, for example, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and you know, making sure that your base level uh, fundamental, you know, needs for existence, like staying hydrated, you know, making sure, you know, you're eating enough, you know, things like that are uh, fulfilled um, because if that falls away and you're just focused on peak experience after peak experience, um, that potentially could be, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you, you can get overwhelmed that way for sure. Well, and, you know, R&T has always been pretty introverted. So we would always go, we'd pick one afternoon and go downtown, which is like 45, 50 an hour. I don't know. It's X distance away. And, um, and that was a break and that felt really good. Or we'd, or we'd grab a friend and go out to a restaurant in town, um, go to the sensory room. That was always magnificent. Or just go up to our room and, and carve out a couple hours to not be in the fray. And all of those things are totally fine. The one caveat I will give you is that outside of the hotel walls, um, you need to be Nilla. And um, the cap 
organizers can't do anything about it. If you're walking out in the world, I remember going, there was a liquor store down, you know, down the street a bit. And, um, seeing a couple folks who were kind of in little gear in the liquor store and God, it really bugged me. Uh, cause that, that's the kind of stuff that gets you on Twitter. So don't do that. Oh yeah. And if you see something, say something, nobody thinks it's cool to, you know, um, expose vanilla people to kink anyways, Yeah. especially in the surrounding areas of this giant thing. You yeah. know, there's going to be people, if there's people out in public, that's just going to draw more attention to what's going on inside of the hotel. Yeah. I have, we don't want that. <laughs> no, I have very little patience for that. So, um, it doesn't happen often. It's only happened a couple of times, but I don't like it. So if you do go out in the world, just put on your regular Nilla gear. You can wear a diaper under it. Right. It's okay. Exactly. We are all, you know, consenting to be there at the con in that space, but everyone else outside, you know, it, you know, has not <laughs> implicitly given their consent for what we choose to do in there. So, um, we need to make sure that we're, you know, um, uh, respecting, uh, we, we live in a society, quote unquote, you know? Um, so yeah. yeah. Plus, do you really want to be the bee that's leading everybody back to the colony? Probably not. Like you don't want to be the one who brings all the attention to the thing we're all trying to do You're not going to find any honey. There's no, there's no honey. I don't know how far I can stretch this metaphor, but I'm going to keep trying. (laughs) Well, well, I guess to carry the, the, I guess not necessarily the, the metaphor, but the, uh, uh, the, the the linguistic nature of what you said with the B, um, you know, it, it, um, I, I think uh, I think it was uh, Zorro Zorro Daddy uh, who's made this point before that, um, you know, that there's uh, you know with ABDL, you know, um, there's there's you can't have the B without the A, um, you know, in order to fully right. appropriately right. engage in ABDL, you can't lose sight of the fact that um, we need to be responsible about it. And, um, you know, have uh, others in mind uh, who may, you know, not only not be a part of this lifestyle, but maybe uh, uncomfortable, um, uh, you know, um, seeing it or, you know, having it be visually forced upon them or whatever. Um, so I yep. changed my mind on the bee metaphor. The only hunter you'll find is me. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Yeah. So I, you know, I will say I've, I've made a point of it on this podcast just now, but it is a very small, I've only seen it a couple of times and had words with those folks and, and everybody righted their ways. So if you're, if you're one of those folks, this is brand new for you and you're like, Oh, there's going to be people running around all the local establishments in little gear. Nope. It doesn't happen that often, but when it does, it's crummy. So don't do it. Um, okay. You guys ready for a quick lightning round on the thing you were most excited about for summer cap? And I'm going to go last. No, yeah, we are not. You're not. You can't pick just one. Wait, no, we are. We are not. Let, we, we need to. Re, let, let's start over. Let's start over. Start over. Kill the podcast. <laughs> we do. We'll do it live. <laughs> oh God, no! I don't have a filter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I. I mean, maybe, maybe BJ. Can I? Can I pick on you first? What are you most excited about when it comes to summer cap? Um, well, uh, my mind goes in a couple different directions when you say that, but um, I want to try to, you know, obviously given the, the nature of our discussion right now, try to say, you know, the most um, impactful thing. And I guess what I'm most excited about is uh, every, more, more or less, every Capcom that I've experienced, um, generally speaking, there's been uh, some part of me that has, like, uh, I guess you could say transcended or expanded or, um, you know, uh, and, and not necessarily like a prejudice that I had that I didn't realize that I had, but just like a part of like my brain and my heart and my soul that grew that I wasn't expecting it to, but it did. Um, and, uh, and, you know, after the first couple of Capcons and, and, you know, having that happen, I, I tried to seek that out and, um, gosh, darn it. I, I, I found it, uh, you know, when you're looking for it. So I'm really, uh, excited to, um, just go in with a, you know, an, an open mind and an open heart and open arms and, you know, um, just take in the love that we truly collectively co-create there and see how it transforms me 
and how it's uh, able to, um, you know, like change me and I can take that love going forward after the con. That is such a big, I, I'm so not going to be able to beat that. Mine's going to sound so shallow, BJ, but, but agreed. I'm agreed. looking forward to the diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of diapers. <laughs> Lots of diapers. <laughs> Elizabeth, how about you? What are you, what are you most looking forward to at summer camp? Yeah, I'm totally going to go shallow too. So no worries. Sweet. It's always hard. BJ is always a tough act to follow, but, um, I'm really looking forward to playing dress up all weekend. Um, Cap for me, it really becomes like a Barbie uh, dream closet showcase. Oh, I you like know, that. yeah, it, it it really makes it for me when you look good, you feel good, and putting all the effort into the outfits and the hair, and you know, um, just correlating my outfits to the events that are going on is always just so fun. It's like a whole little project too, like building my cap closet. <laughs> the cap closet. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. See, again, my outfits tend to be boring. So I'll just, I just have to pick the right t-shirts to wear. I'll, I'll, I'll pick you out an outfit and I'll bring it for you. All right, I'll, I'll I can't dress wait. you up too. I can't, I need to, I need to, I need to branch out. I agree. I got you. Thank you. At I mean, Kane, I've got to, I've got to wonder, I mean, you guys are going to be so busy all weekend making this thing happen. Is there something in particular that you're really looking forward to yourself? Uh, yeah. So I guess, um, I guess the thing that I am most looking forward to as it were, uh, um, so I, I've been to, um, other like kinky convention type things. Um, and essentially what I love the most is that, um, so I don't necessarily know what it is for different people and different things, but if there's, if there's like that part of you that, you know, is inside of that, that box or that if it's a closet or just whatever that when, when you, when you come to this event, like, or at least for me, when I'm there, um, the, the, the walls of, of the event and, for us, it's fortunate to have a hotel takeover. But the walls of that hotel um, become um, of that space become where you, you that that box that that closet that that place um, expands mm-hmm. and then and it fills the entire like you you are free to you not necessarily have to be out of that but you you are now able to. Um, be yourself um, yeah. without having, you know, to worry. And that, that, that's what I kind of love about it and seeing the people and seeing just everyone get to be themselves because yeah. everyone is amazing. And yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah everybody that's what I'm kind excited of, for. I love this idea of the, of, of the box expanding. It doesn't have to go away, but now it's the size of the hotel and you get to operate yeah. and move around fluidly in that as yeah. exactly who you are. Very cool. Well, once yeah. again, mine's going to sound really shallow, um, uh, but here we are. I'm looking forward to doing this. I'm looking forward to a live Love and Brief podcast episode where we get to take a giant room full of people from the main stage and field advice questions with a panel of guest experts that you've heard on this program. Um and take live questions and talk live love advice, love for self, relationships, love for others in the community. Uh, pick up some of the questions that we haven't gotten to from email and allow this panel to do it. And mostly just to feel that energy of this big group of folks enjoying the Love and Brief podcast all at once. This has just been the highlight uh, for me for the last couple of years of being able to do that. Unfortunately, R&T can't come to this cap. I, work, I can't say she can't. She chose not to, and I thought it was a really selfless thing. She said that she really wanted me to be able to go and just sort of have my experience. And she said, I'll sit this one out, and then you know, next year we can, we can both go again. But, um, but she wanted to really make sure that I could have this experience, and, and I th- I'm so grateful for that R&T, so thank you. Um, so it'll, it'll be me, it'll be our panel, and it'll be you, all of you, um, who want to join us in a live Love and Brief podcast. And I look forward to that so much every year. So I can't wait to do it again. See, I told you it was going to be a little shallow, or at least self-indulgent, but here we are. Um, one, one last thing I, I got to ask, and maybe, maybe, Kane, this is for you, but if this goes really well, I mean, it's sold out so fast. If this goes really well, 
is it possible we're looking at a spring and a summer cap? I, I very much wish that, that more that I could get as many people as into the hotel. I, I wish that it was that we had um, more opportunities, whether that uh, in whatever way it was, um, single event, uh, multiple events. I just we, we are exploring all like viable options in terms of trying to uh, yeah get as many people um, to be able to experience these conventions as possible because I think that they're really great and wonderful experiences. Yeah. I think that is a really great answer for, for, because you're just doing this for the first time. Uh, so I, I mean, I hope, and, and also I I do want to take the pressure off and say, look, what this experience of watching caps sell out at its largest capacity ever at its fastest time ever tells me is the demand is there for this community to get together and celebrate together. The demand is there and it doesn't all have to be on cap to do it. Right. It can be lots of folks doing lots of cool things. So the pressure, I'll take the pressure off a little bit. I just, I I was just dying to know. Um, If anything, it can be (laughs) inspiring that, you know, anyone can do this thing. (laughs) That's right. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, cap has gotten bigger and better every year. And so if I'll encourage other folks, like if you experience that demand and you're like, there's the demand is so pent up. We want to celebrate together as a community. We want to gather. Well, shit, start something. And just make yeah. it better every year. There's the room is there, guys. The room is there. We don't need to elbow room uh, in, in this community. We have plenty of demand and plenty of reasons to get together. Yeah. Agreed. So, all right. You, you, well, your way with words is just in, incredible. Like, I, I just love listening to you talk. I just love oh, hearing your voice. DJ. Like, it's a. <laughs> you're so you. awesome. Thanks. Well, now I've got 94 more hours of it in previous episodes. If you ever get bored, (laughs) I'm excited because cap is going to be right around our hundredth episode. And, um, I'm super excited about it. I think right now I'm thinking the hundredth episode would, it would be cool to do kind of a retrospective on the last hundred, but cap is going to end up being like 95 or something. It's going to be right up there. So we're 96. So I'm super excited about that. Friends. I cannot thank you enough both for, joining me to talk about this uh, summer cap event that's coming up, but also just for putting it on. I find myself as soon as it was announced, my heart just jumped. I could not wait to spend time with this community, with my friends, meeting new people and celebrating all the wonderful things that we get to experience as people with an ABDL kink. So, um, BJ and Elizabeth and Kane, thank you to all three of you. And I cannot wait to see you at summer cap. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you. This is about one we, we got one amazing event here, Summer Cap, coming up, but we have lots of other great topics to cover between now and the 100th episode and, of course, well beyond. R&T and I are not done making this podcast once we hit 100. Um, but in the meantime... If you are going to Summer Cap, can't wait to see you there. If you're not going to Summer Cap and you still managed to listen to an hour about Summer Cap, good on you. Um, hopefully, we can see you at the next whatever it is as the community continues to grow and expand our boundaries and find new ways to commune. I'm Resident Yes. This has been another episode of Love in Brief.